I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And this is Oral Pleasure. Last time you watched it, couple weeks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay, then you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was about to go <laughs> and storm out of your house. A couple of weeks for that, maybe a few weeks for shock treatment. Fuck off! And I've probably listened to soundtrack just on and off. Yeah, but generally speaking, there's swathes of the uh, Rocky Horror soundtrack I can't listen to probably because of Time Warp being re-released five times yeah. in my lifetime um, also, I, I, I've got um, but Sword of Damocles on you go that's a great song the, the CDs of uh, the whole gory story somewhere I haven't listened to that for a while mm-hmm. might have to give that a while listen Ugh. of course if I start that then I'll have to listen to like all the League of Gentlemen radio shows as well because I haven't listened to them for a while. Oh yeah, that makes sense. You just have to listen to those. No, I would think it would. I just think it would put me in the mood for it. That's why you just pop it in mind now. I thought, oh, if I do that, like podcast before podcast. Well, that's yeah, what they called the Arches fifty years yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. Well, they were ahead of their time. Yeah. In the past. Uh huh. Whatever. I don't know. Or like when they do the <laughs> shadow on the radio. In the 1920s. Yeah, that's just stupid. Or when, uh, <laughs> or when uh, Ralph Garman was in that first series of Peggy Carter doing Captain America Adventures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't that. <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily yeah. for you, there are uh, <clears throat> podcasts out there that do the uh, all of the dramatic serials are out there on mm-hmm. in podcast form, yeah, weekly. After a week. Mm-hmm. Oh, like old, yeah, yeah, like old, like I say, like the uh, shadow, like all that sort of stuff. Dan is old. I wouldn't listen for a long time, but I quite like listened to a couple just to. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll look up. Nice. No, I don't know. This time wasn't the stuff I'm supposed to be listening to. I I don't even have, have time. We don't even have time to record anymore. No. We're already uh, three days late on this podcast, and mm-hmm. we're in no hurry apparently to even start. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so I haven't even got, got my notes out. Oh, well, I haven't got my notes. I just got the thing open. Um, this is this is my choice. Oh, hold on, we haven't even said hello. Oh, hello, hello. Yeah, we've got to say it now. Oh, hey. You know who we are. And if you don't, well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Read the fucking like interesting. Uh, read some notes. Yeah, I can speak. In fact, you'll already know what uh, if you read the notes, you'll already see what the recommendations are, the playlist for the huh. week. And uh, you won't even have to listen to this. Spoilers for the end of it. I have a recommendation this week. The fuck? Best is, it's not, I'm not saying it's good. It's, 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 it's gonna, Silence! It's going to be my usual nonsense. Um, you give too much spoilers away. Yeah. We don't care if it's another Fozzie record. Continue! It's not Fozzie. That's next week. It's Marilyn Manson. <laughs> it's not Marilyn Manson. 
No, actually, that's even worse. My man is fine. It's Jimmy and the Crickets. Damn it. Uh, yeah. Um. Sorry, I had, just, I had a terrible notion that I hadn't actually pushed record. But I and, and then and then you let over it and went, <laughs> yeah, so it'd be nice and loud. Kick the table it was on. Um, yeah, so this was my choice this week. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Everything You've Come to Expect by The Last Shadow Puppets. Yes. Released 2016, and I'm on the wrong page. Can't tell you when, because I'm an idiot. Um, and then my iPad and all that. They released 1st of April 2016. It's mm-hmm. their second album. Mm-hmm. Um, described by the band as one part of a planned trilogy of albums. Now, bear in mind that the first of this trilogy of albums. 2007. Eight years ago. Yeah, because I remember it coming out. Um, yeah. I had never heard of them until now. Oh. So we used to listen to them in the office all the time, basement. Yeah, no. But yeah, I had never heard of them. Um, and I just picked it because I was looking through the list of upcoming albums and I had a quick listen to one track and just went, ah, that sounds alright. Uh, that was my, my auditing process. At the end of the day, it's Al- uh, Alex Turner and I like his lyrics. Because we all like the Arctic Monkeys up to a point. What was he from that? Okay. He's the lead singer of the Arctic Monkeys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Show you how much research I've done. I did not realise that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's why it can be eight years between projects, because he's got his own projects. Is it Arctic Monkeys Ruby? No. No? That was, uh, that was the Kaiser Chiefs. Oh, okay. Arctic Monkeys was uh, I Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor no and uh, uh, Mardi Bum and that is actually a song and <laughs> oh dear oh well you don't uh, you don't you don't hold well, on no, hold I on I have not because I no. I reckon the first two Arctic Monkeys albums are still two of my favourite and yet bizarrely the Arctic Monkeys gig I went to the ACC was one of the worst because all it was was a bunch of cunts fighting for two and a half hours. Mm. While while the band themselves looked confused that Abedonians were monsters, and it's true. <laughs> if you if you get into your forties, apparently, and you used to like Oasis, you're just gonna cut each other. Mm. I know, it's disgusting. I remember um, <laughs> one gig I went to. I think it was an Oasis gig, and there was people at it that probably were in their 40s actually that I'd worked with it somewhere mm. and I just happened to run into them never seen so many people wearing double denim in all my life mm. yeah and that's it looks like a it was a mistake back then it's it looks like a Shaken Stevens uh, <laughs> tribute <laughs> yeah. but yeah it was just so many again and it was the really obvious blue jean that nobody should wear blue jean baby yeah Ian Jerry no. reference now? Okay, no. fine. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm glad for the moment. Okay, nothing you can come in. Uh, Used in the next factor episode you watch. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. 
Oh, this goes back to my whole hate of regional anthem. Yeah, well, I just know it's from Hillsborough now. He also, well, he moved to LA about five years ago. Oh, it's just, it's been good for him. Oh god, yeah, I yeah, can't remember the chorus now. I remember hating that. So. Really? Because yeah. I, I absolutely adored it. Oh. Yeah. It was very good. Oh well. Well, his, his voice has got better. Well, yeah, but you know, you have to take into account that when that first album came out, he was like 17. I mean, he's literally been around for what? 10 years and he's mm. 30. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. Well, you know? I'm saying. Yeah. Some people have talent, unfortunately. I mean, it doesn't show very much on sure. this album. Spoilers. But <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Um, okay, so the review roundup. Oh, and apparently the cover um, is a picture of Tina Turner dancing. Tina Turner on the cover. There you go. Well, I knew it was a person of uh, a picture of someone, a woman. Yeah, but I didn't. It was the fact that it's could somebody famous. I was like, well, okay, fine. Uh, no, yeah, it's when you find out it's Angela Bassett and it's actually from the uh, motion picture What's Love Got to Do With It yeah. and you realise he's a racist mm. um, the worst so, type of ist <laughs> so the reviews All Music, Daily Mail and NME gave this 4 stars uh-huh. Consequence of Sound gave it a B uh-huh. Rolling I don't know why I said it like that uh, Rolling Stone gave it 3.5 stars uh, of the Metacritic which is out of, uh, out of 26 reviews 71 out of 100 Okay. So, it's pretty good as well. Um, US Billboard 200, it reached 83. In the UK, it reached number one. Ireland, number three. Mm-hmm. And that was a whole list of everything else. Didn't bother with those. Cool. Because, yeah, I figured we're in the UK. US, because... He lives in the US, so you and really didn't Ireland, because at least one person that might listen to this is in Ireland. Aren't you, Ryan? If you bother on no, I'm sure. Hate us, but I'm say, I'm speaking of, uh, let's say, we have about, depending, about, I'd say, 80 listeners a week. Mm. It's pretty good. Now all we need to do is find out who the fuck they are. Is, yeah, <laughs> and see if they wouldn't mind donating 50 pence an episode. Because, <laughs> oh. you know, speaking as a pauper. Well, that, would, that would do so well. A, set up a Patreon or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we can't set up a Patreon. You know why? Yeah, why? Because when no one puts money in it, I'll hang myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to put money in my own Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> or invest in rope. Um. <laughs> Sell high. Uh, oh, yeah. Um. What the fuck? Okay. Um, so yeah, we just get cracking. Um, oh, I suppose we better. I'm, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure there was an awful lot of chuffer at the beginning of that. There's going to be a hell of a lot of chuffer through this entire thing, I think, because I have very little to say. Okay, fine. Spoilers. Um, track one, Aviation. 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 Nope. Flying with my glasses on.
Um, oh, it was the third single released 16th March 2016. <laughs> Forgot what we're here, just sat here in silence. Yeah. No. Um, reached 150 in the UK. Um, um, when it started, I thought it was in Dublin. Uh, um, it's weird because I'm in the country, my notice slightly here. Well, to a point. And here in that this time, which has been my fifth thing, mm-hmm. uh, you got you can, a little bit of rush of good feelings there for a second. A rush of good feelings. Yeah. Oh, dopamine oh, went oh, to my brain! Oh, I like this. And I was like, well, we didn't like it much before. And uh, no, well, not. It was fine. It's, I thought it's safe sounding. Nothing stands out, really. Yeah, I, don't I think it's a pretty strong intro. I mean, it's got nice orchestration and it's sort of like got a sort of like an ep- It sets up the tone quite well because it sort of gives it sort of like an epic driving through the desert in America kind of feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's sort of like nice orchestration, sort of got an epic. It's a bit poncy to say Vista, but you know, with your eyes closed, it's got quite a nice. Yeah. But in my first note, I pointed out that when the orchestration comes in, it sounded like something that Owen uh, Pallet would do. He's in RK5. He also is known as Final Fantasy. Um, And he once made an album called, I believe, He Poos Clouds. About how perfect his boyfriend is. Um, And then I had a quick peek online later on in the notes but I'll get it out of the way now yeah. and it is him so I think much like uh, uh, Fish and other bands they have mm. a secret member because mm. if he's doing all the orchestration and 90% of what you hear is orchestration because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I really mm. like his stuff Was it Listen to Okay Fire? No. no. I, I, I did, was it, what was it? Was it Reflectors? Is that theirs? No. Yes. I downloaded it. Cool. As far as I got. Cool. <laughs> Can I say one thing? Yep. Don't start there. It's not their worst album. Yeah. It is their latest album. I would personally... I would start with The Suburbs, their third album. Well done. This is... Yeah. I say this now I'm because I'm going to my phone for this because I'm just going to do it right now so that I remember um, because I found Reflector exceptionally hard to enjoy hmm. and this is me saying that and I enjoy everything <laughs> I hate everything I know that's why I want you to I didn't realise I'd hated everything until starting doing this I only assumed I hated everything but now it's been proven we well, okay, just well, hate music and then, well, when, and then you like some films but the films you like are shit so it just shows <laughs> I just find different things to like exactly that's what I should have said <laughs> <laughs> oh. I should have hid the brutal honesty slightly <laughs> rather than saying you like terrible films but the weird thing is I like bad films yeah. but I also like good films <laughs> I like good films as well though. you do you, you liked I assume you liked Civil War. I, I really did. There you go. Um, well, look, there must be something. Look, I'm just going to look at yourself now. There must be something good. Look at Grand Budapest Hotels up there. That's a good movie. Yeah, no, I'm not American saying. American Hustle. Yeah. Uh, 
the guard. Yeah. There you go. It's a good movie. Uh huh. Out of all your movies, yeah, you picked three. That's the first three I saw just now, and that was without looking properly. I picked three good ones. I wasn't even suggesting that all your films were shit. Well, because I don't believe they are. But I'm just saying that as a uh, I sort of glance your shells. There's a lot of shit up there. I'm looking at <laughs> wrong, right? I mean, I just looked up there just now, right? And for some reason, um, there is a copy of Music and Lyrics. I've never watched that. I'm, re- I'm thinking that must be my mother's. On my shelf for some reason. You have a copy of Watchmen, the director's cut. Somehow you have a copy of Watchmen that's even longer. That. Now, hey, whoa. I think that was part of a Christmas thing from you. Nope. I would as never a, buy as you a Watchmen. joke or something, because I... I don't think I. I don't think I bought that. Well, I wouldn't have bought it for you. I try not to waste my money it's, on stupid. It's on right? Blu-ray as well, so somebody's given me that. I. I don't think I bought it. Because if I bought it on Blu-ray, I'd have watched it <laughs> before I gave it to you. I just uh, <laughs> I just uh, it wasn't me. Uh, well, so I didn't. I didn't. I don't know where I, came, I didn't buy that. So. True grit. Which yeah, and I've got. The original somewhere as well, not on Blu-ray. Well, yeah, but I, you know, it's I'm not a fan of that cover, so I'm also not particularly a, a, a fan of the original. But also, <laughs> there's a left behinds up there as well. That was definitely you. That was definitely <laughs> me. That was I bought that for your birthday last oh, year. I'm with Neil now. That was you. That was and me, that's, but that's a good fine. film. And I do like that. Film. <laughs> yeah. What else we got to argue about here? Well, there's nothing. We weren't supposed to argue about your film collection. Well, All I'm saying is, generally speaking, you like bad films. But I like them because they're bad. I don't like them and defend them because they're well, except for Shock Treatment and uh, Blair Witch Two, Book of Shadows. Yeah, but that's because you like. But that I only like, I only like I only like the last five minutes. The rest of the film can fuck off. I could just watch the last five minutes. The weird thing is, right? Basically, Blair Witch Two is a rip off of the usual suspects, almost. But um, know, it's like I, seen, yeah. I know, right? Because that won an Oscar. That's what I'm suggesting. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so let's rip off this much better film um, and, and even do the ending very similar um, and then uh, really? yeah I will I'll have to watch it at some point no you won't I won't watch it but I shoot no I, I, know, I know you too well by this point As we, we shouldn't have even got onto this part of the conversation the reason it happened is because I met, asked if you didn't listen to Arcade Fire yet which I told myself I would never ask you again well well I say, well, the suburbs. It makes me sad. Suburbs is now downloading. <laughs> I've got that to listen to. Well, I've got the next album I've got to listen to. Ah, uh, we're doing. I've well, got how's that. this? Listen I also to the have, suburbs for fun. Am I going to? Um, oh, I'm saying. I'm using no, it to cleanse like, my palate from whatever. No, shit we what have to I'm saying to is, when we listen to next week's Mystery Jets, yeah. we will be listening to that from a, a, a work point of yeah. view. But like I don't just listen to I, yeah. at the minute I'm listening to an awful lot of glam rock uh, just to chill. Mm. There's a lot of that going on. Also, well, by your your suggestion on Twitter, though, so I have downloaded the Rob Zombie one, so I'll listen to that. I think that mostly when I suggest that to you, it's a joke. Though. I know, but I'm like, <laughs> well, fuck it, I'm going to listen to it because then the joke will be on you because I probably will end up liking it a lot. I don't know if you will. Yeah. I mean, it's very. Um, I think that album seems very hard to love. Well, we'll see. I didn't. Well, I've, I've only listened to the first track so far, and I didn't like that. 
But uh, we'll, we'll see. Well, the thing is, I think you're too old for Rob Zombie now. Mm. You know, if you uh, listened to him back in the day and jumped up and down in a leather trench coat and maybe a witch finder's hat to, uh, <laughs> to uh, Dracula. <laughs> if I'd wiped off my juggalo's makeup long enough to listen to him. <laughs> I swear if I'd listened to that 15 years ago. Oh dear. Hold on. Can I, can I, uh, can I play some of uh, Rob Zombie to you? <laughs> We're never going to do you're it on gonna, this show, you're right? You're going to play it at me. Oh yeah. Um, this song is called, Well, Everybody's Fucking in a UFO. I missed that. There was one of the titles in that album that I laughed out loud at, but I didn't miss that one. Satanic Cyanide, the killer rock song. <laughs> the hideous exhibitions of a dedicated gore whore. <laughs> a hearse that overturns with the coffin bursting open. I think that was the one that made me laugh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... Oh, it's a oh. Here we go. I'm telling you, if he got Richard O'Brien to direct a music video, video, you'd love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I don't know you're me off <laughs> <laughs> well I guarantee that so I, 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 don't, I, so I haven't listened to anything else other than the first track until now mm-hmm. yeah I, I might not be able to like that <laughs> what, what song's that in the age of the consecrated uh, vampire werewolf. Oh, bless <laughs> Think for yourself and question. That's the reason you like it. <sighs> and then I'm assuming the lyrics will go something like, That's how I would have written it. <laughs> <laughs> We wonder why his scripts are so weak when he writes his own films. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? It's you know that scene in uh, in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy where um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Rob Zombie wrote that because I don't know if you know this, but Rob Zombie has appeared in every single one of James Gunn's films. Um, he is the voice of one of the aliens flying the ships at the end. In the same that in Super, he is the voice of God. <laughs> no, not well, Exactly, it was three and one. I know. I, I know. Before we said we didn't have much to talk about this album, so yeah. Can I? Can I? Can I throw a couple of other albums your way that I think you will love? <laughs> oh, fuck. How insulting is this going to be? Especially, I, I imagine. I, See, I'm hating this conversation already because I already know what my recommendation is at the end of this. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, moving on. Okay. All right, okay. go on. Uh, there's a band called Horse Lords. Oh. And their new album is called Interventions. Um, I don't think there's a 
a star by any of these tracks and I'd like to point out that I've yet to get through the whole album uh, they call themselves Drone Rock oh it was a very visual way to press play I apologise yeah. to the listeners I, at home I appreciate it fuck that Arf. I might have an hour yet. Eight minutes. <laughs> Eight minutes of life. <laughs> um, how many seconds have we in that so far? I'm saying with 20 odd seconds, 25 seconds. 22 seconds. And I'm... No, it's making my skin crawl already. I'm in the cabbage patch now. No. I, but Do you remember the swamp thing by the grid? It's always like your 45 of that was skipping. But go... <laughs> How long is that going for before they do anything else? I can't remember. Let's go. This, uh, this is 2 minutes 17. <laughs> <laughs> is it fun? Show me that. Honestly, no, fuck it, is it? <laughs> I thought okay. you were just saying that and you'd push me uh, again. Three, 3 minutes 31. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, oh, fuck off. No, I couldn't hack that. Okay. Uh, it, it's supposed to be hypnotic. It's supposed to make you relax. <laughs> it's not working it's opposite 4.13 <laughs> <laughs> oh they can fuck right oh, what are they called uh, horse lords no no not into that nope okay no. uh-huh. what else might you like um uh, <laughs> strike uh, one for that uh, nonagon infinity by the king gizzard and the lizard wizard it's a good name yeah, indeed it is. Um, also, it's a perfect loop of a record. So if you put the CD on repeat okay. all, how it ends, it bleeds into the first track and it never stops. So <laughs> <Let's have> a shot. <laughs> Just going to do that. Better than the last one. <laughs> Hold on. I, 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 I was quite uh, genuine about this one. Oh, uh, okay. I have to, I have to give you something when I take uh, too much. <laughs> okay. But plus, track three is called Gamma Knife, which alone is worth it. Gamma or Gammon? Gamma Knife. Okay. So Gammon Knife, all right. <laughs> Cooking tips. <laughs> A slightly more energetic clutch. Yeah, that's, yeah. You okay with that one? <laughs> yeah. Um, where was the Where was the other one that made me go? Oh God, you hate it. Uh, <laughs> oh, Got to brace myself for this one. Uh, not that one. No, this one. is going to be worse than that first one. Oh, this one's quite bad. Worse than Horse Lords. I don't know if this is... I can't remember if this is worse or not. There's one. After we've recorded this podcast, we're going to do a separate podcast <laughs> about an album that is much, much better than Horse Lords. <laughs> I'm not saying anything could be worse. <laughs> it's so maybe oh, honestly hearing it made me so happy in so many levels. <laughs> um, I remember this being quite difficult to listen to. 
Actually, that's not that bad anymore. But it was, it was, uh, I'm stopping it straight away because it's not funny enough. Yeah. And that doesn't work. See, too much of this stuff I, I'm listening to right now is ambient and it doesn't work. You know what I mean? You can't go. You know what I've been listening to a lot? Butthole uh, Surfers. Uh, I've known of them, but I've never listened. To, well, I think there maybe had something on some soundtrack that I've listened to, but I didn't really pay attention. Beavis and Butthead to America. <laughs> okay, well then, yes, I have listened to it. <laughs> Because I have that soundtrack. I said, that's all I listened to was soundtracks growing up. So. Well, right. no, I had a lot of various artist stuff here and there, but that's just because it was an easy way to get various artist stuff. So the only albums I regularly listened to growing up mm-hmm. <laughs> is um, Innocent Man by Billy Joel. Okay. Revenge by Eurythmics. That's fine. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, no, Night at the Opera. <laughs> so, just, just the single. Um, uh, um, it was the best of Elvis I listened to. It does. Mark Gable was the best of Elvis. Because you know, most of his good work was 56 cent alone yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, that's not a lot of Elvis. Hey, I Jim Reeves when I was growing up as well for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Mum liked Jim Reeves, so I just had a heap of tapes, so I used to listen to them all the time. That was that. The Turtles soundtrack. I have it on vinyl up in my loft. I'll put it possibly yes. upstairs, but yeah. <laughs> well, son, a funny thing about regret is that it's better to regret something you have done than to regret something you haven't done. And my by son. the way, if you see your mom this weekend, would you be sure and tell her, Satan, Satan, Satan! <laughs> I must be hate this. I like this. I, I thought you'd like it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. And I'm on the <laughs> I mean, it, obviously they're stealing from Black Sabbath to start with, and I believe it was sampled by the Orb. Remember Satan? By Orb. Satan, 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 Satan. Yeah. I find that totally acceptable. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I gave up on trying to torment you because I realised yeah. how much the one we do after this is going to torment you. Yeah. I mean, maybe it won't, but I've got an idea where we could, you know, if the podcast is like mm, 20 minutes, hmm. we could play one track. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the most insane fucking thing you've ever heard. Okay. Or it was, it was to me. But then my brain was like, my brain told me that it would be possibly the worst thing you've ever heard. So there's that. I, I can hope for that at least. Yeah. Oh, well. well, we go back to um, the League of Shadows. Oh yeah, I suppose we could do that. Yeah. I mean, might as well. Oh, why not? Because it's actually, it's quite a short album, really. Oh yeah, it's short it's to the point. My, my notes are quite short. Yeah. But we'll, just, we'll, we'll rattle through it and so we can talk about other stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm just still hearing that fucking thing going around my head. The four minute, the four minute one. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Anyway, so track two, Miracle Aligner. Mm-hmm.
Cool. Um, fourth single released 28th March, reached 180 in the UK, 199 in France. Um, if during listening to this, mm-hmm. I had like left the room at some point and then come back on this display, I would not have known the first track had stopped. Of course you would. It's that too sounds too similar. Right? No, his vocal line. You can tell it's the same vocalist, but like musically, there's no strings or anything going on. It seems this sounds more sixty soul. The last track sounded almost like some sort of Ennio Morricone soundtrack to me. They link together, yeah, one but it's just no. Say so two in, and this is why you're supposed to pay attention. No, no, no. What you're saying is, if you left the room, you wouldn't tell the tracks are changed. No. It's because you weren't paying attention in this hypothetical world. Oh, well. <laughs> Hypothetically, I'll try harder. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like the vocal line on this track, and you know the sixties kind of soul vibe. That's kind of cool. Something that often comes up when I listen to these is I don't like getting the vocals or whatever. Oh, I've no issue with these at all, and that again clear can hear what he's saying lyrically it's again mm-hmm. it's fine I, I like his voice musically I like it but I don't know I'm just, I'm I'd like him to talk <laughs> I was like I, I thought you were going to be like I wouldn't mind if he talked dirty to me down the phone <laughs> well, it's, it's all warm and welcoming he'd ignore my insistent uh <laughs> Uh, pestering of asking you where you lived. <laughs> <laughs> I need to oh. put your postcode in my tom tom. <laughs> That's a euphemism. He'd take it for a little while and he just then he'd turn it back on me and he'd become in the control and then I'd have to deal with it. Mm. <sighs> That'd been bad. It'd be like that episode <laughs> of Tenacious D, uh, Lee, <laughs> where where Paul F. Tompkins, young Paul F. Tompkins. Uh, plays Lee, Lily, 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 and he's their number one fan. Um, but then he starts to hate them, and he they start to stalk him, and it ends with them imagining oh, it, them murdering him. I haven't watched that in ages. I remember it now, <coughs> and I'd never well. That's PFT in that episode. Yeah, I think I think. So I think so. Can I watch it? I think no. I'm sure you're right, but. I'm sure he's in it. My brain's mm. telling me he's in it. Unless he's the guy who introduces him every week, you know, on stage. No. It's a girl. I feel like he's Lee. Lee! No, I'm sure you're right. Um, <laughs> just, yeah. Been well, I, it's up I am pretty sure I bought that for you. I'm pretty sure I did. No, I think I bought that myself. Uh, I maybe. Did, I did like. I mm, did buy it for someone, but it might have been for Jonathan because he's got a copy as well. No, I think I think I bought that myself. I'm, take, I'm taking credit for that one. Okay. We can't buy it anymore, and I looked it up recently because I wanted to rewatch it. And yeah. It's super duper expensive. Well, I'll hunt it out and look at the other it is. I think it might be in there. It's all good. I mean, I'm I'm not in a hurry to watch it. No. Don't get me wrong. I know. I feel like it. You know, when you rewatch something, it just disappoints you. I don't. I don't need that in my life, to be quite honest. Maybe it disappoints. I still find myself singing stuff from there as from again. I haven't listened to you for years and yet it pops mm-hmm. in just random things that and I think I mentioned it before there was a weird song about it was from Victory's um, no the Smell of Reason Mortimer mm-hmm. it was a song about 
a kid in an Elvis costume being blown over a cliff. Oh yeah, I remember that. Song still Don't wear hush puppies I, while I, I, there is muesli on the ground. I don't slip on loose muesli. <laughs> don't drink and sleep on the street. Take care of clergy on a cliff top. Don't let your children run free. That still occasionally just jumps into my head at random points when I'm like, walking about the hotel or something. Uh, I visualise the entire thing. Um, and just and, and I, nothing will trigger. I don't know what triggers it because there's nothing going on, nothing usually related. No clergy, no cliffs. <laughs> Are you telling me there's no clergy or no cliffs? No, well, you're not even a clergy cult cliff. Not to uh, upset myself and pr- uh, say that I'm wrong, but I'm wrong. Ooh. Paul F. Tompkins played a character called Paul in five episodes of uh, the Tenacious D show that only ran 10 what the fuck John C. Riley played Sasquatch really? come to this I don't know why I've got so high but yeah wow well they did a very good makeup job because I did not recognise him at all good for him well Moon Unit Zap is in an episode as well. Ugh. Oh, and I'm wrong. Yep. It didn't run ten episodes. It ran six. There are only six episodes. And Paul F. Tompkins in five of them. He might as well be the third member. Indeed. He might as well be doing the lighting for fish. <laughs> oh, he's the spiritual hub. Oh. <coughs> I just remembered what it was. I was on Amazon last night doing what I always do. I type in, well, there's two things I do on Amazon. One, I look for things you shouldn't look for to see if they have them. That's fun. The other thing I do is I type in the word vinyl and then I put in music format vinyl. uh, New arrivals last 30 days and everything comes up, right? Mm -hmm. And I came across a Fish album I didn't know existed. And it was super duper expensive on vinyl. Yeah. And I checked to see if it was on Apple Music. And I did that. And it was that. And that was what I was also going to play for you because it's fucking insane. <laughs> well, it's fish, it has to be. But I, I couldn't tell if it was the worst music I'd ever heard or if it was actually quite catchy. Oh, so it was the music that's bad. The music. The and then lyrics. the lyrics when they come in don't help. No. But the music itself isn't great either. It's musically they're normally kind of fine. Mm-hmm. Well, to a point. Um, Let's see if I can find it. Mm-hmm. I, I hope I added it. But then I was tired last night, so I bet I didn't. No, because the only thing I've got in here is Farmhouse. Yeah, that's all I've got in my whistle. I keep meaning to try and listen to some more. Again, just to give it another go. Just, to, just, for, just, for, for, just for Harris. Yeah, for Harris's sake. Um, Hoist, in brackets, that's what it's called. Oh, the vinyl for Hoist, by the way. Mm-hmm. Double a uh, double vinyl, but it's not a double album, so no. it's only you know what I mean. It's not that long. No. Fifty-five pound. Mm-hmm. Anyone stupid enough to spend that on a Fish album should kill themselves. Yeah. Anyway, um, sorry to Fish fans. <laughs> 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 uh, oh no, I've heard this because they use this as an outro for one of the analyzed fish. Yeah. 
isn't this? No, because uh, here's yet another podcast I've over listened to because I tend to fall asleep to it or whatever. Isn't this the one where it's it's the start of an episode I think and he sort of plays on this? And it's I'm sure I think Paul Tompkins actually in that episode where he's sort of sitting there with him as well. Okay. And so he pauses it. So you're the higher tonight you pause it. Yep. Pause it. Yeah. And he just goes, Why did you play that thing? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like he's like, sorry, I was like, what is it? Why would you think it's okay for you to play that? Why what were you hoping to achieve? And he can tell it's like Scott, even like first song into the episode is just on the defensive as if to go oh, I'm going to persevere with this because it's funny but I'm getting sick of it <laughs> and I'm sure yeah, it was on because um, it goes a bit Manhattan transfer or something at some point the next little bit this is pretty much the same as that uh, uh, horse bonus uh, so and it's not changing but uh, I find it slightly more acceptable too, I don't know why. We didn't even get that far in this. It's like the cast of Sister Ant turned up. Jesus. Okay, yeah, we didn't even get that far in the episode, which is probably just as well because I think Scott might have had a meltdown. That is the worst thing I've ever heard. It's mm. really, truly terrible. You know what? It's a lie. It's not. Um, I didn't listen to it properly, I can't lie, because it was 18 minutes long, but the album that we're going to listen to after this is one of the worst things I've ever heard. And I hear what you're saying. You've hyped it up too much now. It can't be the worst album uh, I've ever heard. Yes, it can. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right, we should probably get back to Shadow Buffy. I need to get through this because I'm. Uh, oh, I'm not really that fussed. You know what? I, I, okay. I, I kept feeling like we were going to go sideways anyway. Aye, but I, I thought we could turn it into a two-parter and actually have a, a review of Civil War as well in there at some point. Well, we could just skip this bloody album and talk about Civil War. Well, because <laughs> that then destroys the format of the show. Well, we can't do that. Let's, well, let's. So skip. why don't we just jump in I, and just bang? Well, I, well, so really I want to talk about Dracula too. Oh, you do? Okay. I was going to say skip that one and go to the uh, title track, but. That's fine. I will play Dracula T. Mm. Track three. Oh. Well, I remember. Jeez. Why you turned that off or something? Must have done. Let's turn it down a bit. Just up a little bit. Just mm. for the equal. Is it me? Because I know he knows him. Yeah. Or is he doing an impersonation of Josh Arm from Queens of the Stone Age? There. That's a very Queens of the Stone Age vocal line. I. Now it's like Margaret Thunder. It's so weird. I've not listened to enough Queens of the Stone Age to know. If you told me that uh, Josh Arm was suing him because of the vocal line on the Vampire of Time and Memory from their last album like clockwork i'd mm-hmm. be like yeah yeah so i would also that song at the minute in time on my itunes mm-hmm. is the most listened to song mm-hmm. it's broken 600 listens mm-hmm. i know right i don't i don't feel like i listen to that song very often so but if you do the math it's probably one and a half times a day for how long it's been out oh, like as an average I don't listen to it half. You can't. It wouldn't count on iTunes because they're monsters. Mm. Oh. Um, 
Yeah, I really know. As I just, I see a song titled Dracula Teeth and mm. because of my terrible taste in music. Mm-hmm. You think right from the crypt? I yeah, I expect more, and I didn't get it. So that was that. You expected it to be more Rob Zombie. I was thinking a bit more horror punk or something. You wanted more Shaft quotes. Well, everything can be improved with Shaft quotes. Which Rob Zombie song starts with the Shaft quote? I mean, I think there's a couple, actually, on Mm -hmm. uh, After Creek 2000. Yeah, well, one starts with, Up yours, baby, from uh, the first Shaft movie. Before going, He said jumping on his phone. That's a point, actually. Yeah, must be upstairs somewhere. I've got a shaft box out. I know you do. My favourite uh, is a shaft in Africa, obviously. Yeah. And when I say that, I mean that's your favourite because you have no taste. That's not true. I like, I like the first one best. <laughs> There's no argument there. I mean, yeah, of course you do. I mean, it, it, and then, uh, we'll have to explain to each other. Shaft's big score and shaft in Africa. Yeah, they shouldn't have made any sequels. They should have stuck with what they had. Come on, that was quite a good uh, uh, rendition yeah. I did as a as a memory piece. <laughs> Fair enough. That song yeah. is called Electric Head, comma Part Two brackets The Ecstasy close brackets. Like title. <laughs> he does he does excessively long uh, well this is the one that, uh, this is the album that has uh, El Phantasmo and the Chicken Run Blasterama on it so yeah you're not wrong <laughs> <laughs> and I've said it before but it also has uh, Grease Paint and Monkey Brains and the first time obviously the term well not the first time but uh, it has Eye Zombie on it. Okay. Not the TV show. No. Because the TV show was created over 20 years later. Maybe it fell through a time warp. That had to be uh, created by. Uh, it had to be uh, created by Milligan and Ulrich first. Because that's the secret of Eye Zombie. Mm. It's based on a Vertigo comic. But they've changed it so much, it's unrecognisable. And. Spoiler for fans of the comic, they did it for all the right reasons. Oh. That's about, you know, I Zombie the comic is about a zombie and her friends who are a vampire and a werewolf, which is a little cliche already by this point. Um, and I Zombie the TV show is just humans and zombies at the end. Because otherwise, in the world of... If you say it's set in the real world, mm-hmm. and then zombies come in, that's fine. But to say it's set in the real world, and then zombies, vampires, and werewolves come in? <laughs> I mean, what is this? Shadow Hunters? Yeah. I fucking love Shadow Hunters, BT Dubs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we watched one here. Yeah, yeah, and I watched 13 in my okay. house. Well, I think the one was enough for me. And it was amazing. The twist... When you find out the lovers are actually brother and sister towards the end, and they didn't realise, it's the most fucked up thing I've seen on TV. Do they keep going, or do they get all disgusted by it? Well, they get t- totally disgusted by it. 
and then they keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what makes them wet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know, right? I can't wait for season two because it's people like me. It got re- it got renewed Jeez. on Netflix, <laughs> and now it's on Netflix, so I can binge the next series. <laughs> binge, 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 binge. While I'm uh, singing my Netflix binge song, my, I have thumbs in my belt, and I'm walking really funny straight down the street. It's a theme tune to your new Netflix series. Binge McBingerson, <laughs> <laughs> and I and it's uh, uh it's actually a chat show, but it takes place while people watch things on Netflix and eat <laughs> in a bin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could you, you have to eat. You're not allowed to stop, and there's a bin full of food. And the thing is, if you need to vomit, you have to vomit in the bin. Binge McBingerson's binge bin. <laughs> Juicy binge bin. <laughs> in the bees. I know, but you need you need to get across the the fact bile. You can't have bile. That's too gag worthy. But I'm suggesting the bin is also filled with vomit because <laughs> you've eaten too much. <laughs> what if we end it with the onomatic, uh, on a uh, on a poetic? <laughs> <laughs> You can't leave the interview until you vomit. <laughs> and we say Rob Zombie likes title. Jesus. Bingy McBingersons. I suppose the mix ruins the bees from. Uh, yeah. Bingy Bingerson? No, it's got to be mixed. No, you can have a mix. Yeah. It's like Scratchy McCainers. When there's. Binge, binge, blah. Blah. <laughs> 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 I should be blessed through it because of people throwing up as they try and say it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hurt my throat so fucking much. Oh, uh, oh, I'm in pain. Yeah, it's terrible, right? Oh, my eyes are watering. Oh, I'm binging on tears. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can I can do vomit noises all day. Oh, normally can but that one just hit it in the wrong. To the point where I think I can taste blood. <laughs> At least we figured oh. out what's been wrong with you all this time. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, oh, your, your throat burst. That's right. That's all I needed was a good Victorian bleeding from my throat. No, it's good to. Uh, Bloodletting is totally good for you. That's why mm. women have periods. Ooh. Well. It stops them being uptight. I want to bleed from my cough. <laughs> <laughs> And track <laughs> I was reading about Victorian medical and why would the Victorian medicine journal be wrong and um, they pointed out or Victorians invented medicine yeah but you so know they wh- why they invented bloodletting right because of periods mm. they realised that women felt better after their periods so why can't they just force on some bloodletting <laughs> oh now what we need witches <laughs> why uh, what else are we going to do? It's like a 24 We've got seven. Tons of them. It's a 24 7, 3, 6, 5 period, <laughs> motherfucker. Put them in the leech, oh. <laughs> the leechy period bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, uh, also, we're talking about the uh, Bingy McBingerson. Yeah, it brought back uh, Scratchy McCainus. 
<laughs> anytime I uh, had a, a, a scratchy Macanus, uh, he was a, an old timey prospector. Oh. <laughs> 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 <sighs> 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 I'm pretty sure he was on very early episodes of the podcast when there was volcanoes of menstrual blood and oh, Jesus. And, 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 and duck fraud back in those good old days in a more innocent time <laughs> when there wasn't a format we could just we could just talk anything talk, yeah. talk shit get away with it not like now where we stick to a, a very strict oh, regime it's, it's, it's rigid it's far too rigid right? <laughs> I wish I wish sometimes we could just get cut loose but no we need to stick to the regime yeah track four everything you've come to expect French pop, Gainsbourg meets the trunk. Yeah, that's my my notes. <laughs> I wish I knew what any of that meant. You, you know who Serge Gainsbourg is. I'm about to find out. <laughs> you know Serge Gainsbourg. Probably, but you know me in names. I don't. Yeah. And you know Jack the Trunk, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the first thing you hear in Master of None is a Jack to Trunk song. Or Jack to Trunk. I knew it was him. Well, you know. No people. Um, it's me got, you're talking to. Have I got a good example of Gainsbourg on my phone? Gainsbourg. Well, I'm trying to think of the most. You know, I don't mean to be cliche, but. But you know what I mean? The most. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? The most. Everyone knows it. There's got to be a. Everyone knows it. Oh, um, 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 um. You know the one, the 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 one where uh, she makes sexy noises. What's that one? Do 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 do. That one. And she, they're all like, poopity poo, poo on my poo poo shoe. That's not how it goes. Got that one wrong. <laughs> uh, and no. I, I apologise in advance if uh, Audrey decided to listen to this one to hear my wonderful French. Because I'm, because I don't, <laughs> I don't need to get into trouble. Oh, he's your dad, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Is that him then? Yes. Well, I don't know who did that. I just knew it was that your dad was on. Hear me doing this in karaoke and getting quite sensual. <laughs> Rubbing my belly. Oh. I don't even sing. I just rub the microphone on my nipples. <laughs> and it just happens Wait. just happenstance it makes the noise that the, the, the words make <laughs> <laughs> not even doing it it's as, if, it's as if the um, the microphone is the needle of the record player <laughs> and my hairs just happen to go into the right grooves and when I, I was thinking it more like a player piano and I just, I just go circular can circular can mm. go oh yeah you can see me licking my lips yeah, I go clockwise with it otherwise it's getting MJ or uh, whatever JTM is backwards yes uh, yep but the right speed as well otherwise it's right <sighs> and uh, hold on so anyway that was track four hold on here we go yeah. this is a quick quickly to trunk oh uh, Or like 
I think what very, I'm get- very familiar, but... I think what I'm getting at is that basically uh, uh, we seem to be listening to music that Austin Powers would listen to. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> also, this does... This album, considering I'm being quite nice to it, even though we're not really talking about it much, it does take a slide soon when when the lyrics start to get quite misogynistic. I know exactly <laughs> the point when this album starts just plummeting. Mm-hmm. Is it the one where he talks about fucking a woman in a hedge? I'm glad I've got that lyric written down. Um, oh. We'll skip one. We'll skip the next song. I'll just say that yeah. was that was everything you come to expect. Mm-hmm. Second single released tenth March. Cool. Um, and I could not find a chart. Considered the second single, mm-hmm. uh, could not find a chart position. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it didn't do very well. <laughs> Good. Uh, okay, strap five. Um, which I forgot what it's called. The element of surprise. Here's something. Every one of these songs, so far, could make a perfectly decent Bond theme. No. Yeah? I don't think they're grand enough. Really? Because I think they are as grand as you get nowadays in Bond themes. Like Skyfall. Skyfall was big. I want to spit on Skyfall. Nothing. Go back to Paula Tompkins. His version's great. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, no, but I, but oh yeah, what about that Spectre one? Well, I never heard of Spectre one, actually. Yeah, yeah it was not good, that Sam Smith one. Mm. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I am, I'm thinking of writing against the wall, that's what it's called. I'm thinking of that more than I am Skyfall. That's quite no, funny. But look at Casino Royale by Chris Cornell. That one's skipping me by. That's because it's not good. Oh. But, you know, I think what about Quantum of Solace yeah. by Jack White and Alicia Keys? Maybe? Um, uh, that's a good noise. Uh, <laughs> that was alright, actually. Yeah, but I'm just saying, from Daniel Craig. Uh, okay, here's this. I will readdress. Any one of these songs is perfectly suited to a Daniel Craig Bond film. Well, I've only seen Skyfall. I didn't watch the other Well, it's not going to help you, is it? Because uh, Casino Royale is the best one. Well, I like Skyfall. That's I'm not. Hard. I'm not taking Skyfall away from you. No. It's second best out of the Bond films. No, but the Daniel Craig Bond for films. the music for a Bond theme. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Skyfall's. I mean, obviously, Live and Let Die is the best because I'm a racist, and I like it when Kananga explodes at the end because he gets full of hot air. Was that Walken? No. Um, that was a view to kill. Okay, I can't remember that one. With Grace Jones. Mayday! Yeah. That was... Jumps off the end It of is tour. Mayday, because it's first of May, and she played Mayday. Uh, Mayday! There you go. Uh, Bring it all back together. Did she... No, she never sang a Bond theme. She did that... Yeah, she did the... She did, a bumper song. Yeah, that was the Bond theme, wasn't it? <laughs> right into my bumper, baby. It was a B-side. With your big black limousine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How would she drive? Uh, why? How was he supposed to drive his limousine in, like inside her car? It doesn't even make sense. It's not how cars work. I don't know she's got a like, 
too tall. She can't fit behind the wheel. Drive it to my bumper, baby, and thrust it in between. Like, that doesn't make any sense from a car metaphor. <sighs> she didn't really thought about it. She just stuck words together and hoped nobody noticed. Well, more fool her. We noticed. You know, and I'm not really into, I'm not into, like, that crash movie by Cronenberg. No, cause because the whole weird, like, whole fucking... Yeah, yeah, I'm not really into that, but that no. seems to be all that song's about. It seems to be more like, crash your car into me, and then, then get kinky yeah. and sexy with me, when I think oh, what look. she wants is just a very subtle penis yeah. metaphor. Oh, look, a gash <laughs> in my buttocks. <laughs> or is it just my anus? No. It's all good. <laughs> Either way, it's fucking bleeding. Yeah. Any holes of gold is that what monsters used to say back in the Grass day? In the pitch, being more and stuff. I don't I don't think they said that. I, I know at least one monster that did. Yeah, but he was talking like, of such monster. He, he was at school, name. right? He it's not like he was forty. It was like he was no, like seventeen. Same age as me at the time. And how old uh, were you at the time? Oh actually you know, he was a like year or so younger. Um what? Nineteen twenty. So he was seventeen or eighteen? But uh, we've been hanging, hanging about for years before as well, and he always that was one of his go-to catchphrases. No, that's all I'm saying is, if you were hanging out for years, it at least put you in a period where you would be close to yeah okay. the correct age. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you were like, oh no, he was a 42-year-old man oh, no. who wanted to fuck 12-year-olds. Uh, he's he's that now. <laughs> well, he's not because you just said well, he's younger than well, you. Well, no, but he's getting he's, he's <laughs> close to 40. And he probably still does. No, he's my shit. age. I am not close to forty. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. I'm going to be forty in three years. Do you know what I could do in three years? Forty two years. It's close. Yeah, you're a year older than me. Yeah, but three years is close to forty. Well, yeah, two years is closer. I'm well, not arguing still, that point. But three years, yeah, it, it's as close as anything. But it's also not. <sighs> yeah, depends what you do with your time. What you do is uh, not that I'm a suggest. All I do is sit on the couch. So I was going to say something. That I went, oh, you might take a long time about yourself. No, if if all we do is not leave the house, then yeah, time's going to fly by. Ta- time goes fa- uh, Life goes fast if you give it away. David Byrne said that. No, why he's beyond his years, and he's old. <laughs> <laughs> He's so wise, he's dead. No, he's not. No. Uh, If Byrne died, (laughs) I don't know what I'd do this year. You can't have everyone die. No. Not yet. And you could say that he hasn't released a good album in. uh, Okay, two years. So he's doing pretty good for his age. You know what I mean? Because he did that one with St. Vincent. That was really good. What was that we just listened to? Oh. Uh, we just did... Uh, the Element, the of, element surprise. of Surprise. Which my only note was, I feel like I'm drowning in a paddling pool of intense mediocrity. Wow, harsh. Yeah. I don't have that. I thought the orchestration again was great on that. I'm just... Oh no, I'm just halfway through and I'm fucking bored. You're always bored. You have ADHD. And yet I gave you an album that has no more than 13 tracks on it and no song is over a minute and a half and you're like, I hate that too. I've, no, but I haven't listened to one so far and that other one was nonsense. I'm telling you that it's all the same. <laughs> you can't have your cake and eat it too. 
don't like cake. Pie. Pie as well. <laughs> Going back to Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> He's enough. coming up a lot today. We'll frost a pie just for you. Oh, frosting's overrated, is It's not. He, he has a point. If you have a can of pie filling and a can you of frosting. You don't call it frosting, it's icing. And you eat your, your frosting, you feel shame. Um, no, I'd feel. I'm not ashamed to do it. I wouldn't do it in the first place. No, but I think you're imagining think, no, eating the whole can. No, or just eating <laughs> any of it at all. Because I'd go, oh, I really like this. I, I would get a box of chocolate fingers and I would dip it in that frosting like it was a fucking Philadelphia dip. I would take a square cake take a box of chocolate fingers and then make that into a log cabin cake by putting the chocolate fingers outside you then go. you'd cover it in frosting so it's been snowing no <laughs> summer cabin then you'd put a chocolate bear it's a outside summer, it's a summer, summer cabin no snow <laughs> chocolate bear outside and then you'd put a little uh, put a little Leo DiCaprio all fucked up and torn apart outside <laughs> a little uh, what's his name thingy glass Ass glass. Uh, Hugh Glass. Hugh Glass. Little broken Hugh Glass outside. No. Summer camp is a nice place to go. No dead bodies. Well, maybe inside hidden, but it's fine. It's got to look inviting from outside, otherwise why would you go in? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what was that about? <laughs> uh, bad habits. No, we've, no, you've oh no, we haven't skipped one at all. No. Yeah. What the fuck have I done? Sorry, I'm ruining this. It's like he was channeling Iggy Pop for a second. Um, first single released 10th of January reached number 46 in Belgium Ooh. nowhere else did it do anything at all yay for them um, I haven't got any notes about this one because I just hated it musically I thought it was kind of like yeah, again it was sort of Ennio Morricone meets David Holmes via Lalo Schifrin so it's got sound up sort of like that 60s, 70s you know Dirty Harry soundtrack score kind of thing going for it mm. right cool mm. but what I can only say is the choice of the non-rhythmic atonal uh, like vocal delivery thing and then they sort of try and tie it together in a chorus mm. is one of the worst ideas I've ever had because <laughs> obviously it's done on purpose it's not like they wandered in and went and one takes all I get because they did it themselves you yeah. know I mean they storm off but it is madness this song to me and you know I like a lot of random music types yeah but yeah the choice in how he delivers the vocal with the fact that it sounds like he's not even listening to the music or trying to get anything you know what I mean yeah um, and this seems to be the beginning of sort of like a slightly misogynistic turn in the lyrics mm. you know there's a lot of 
I don't know. It starts to get kind of creepy in there <laughs> as they talk about women. It's not really my 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 cup of uh, latte. Mm. Oh, I really have nothing to do with them. Cool. Um, does that make us a two-parter? Because that's an hour and ten. Is it really? Yeah. Well, an hour it's eight or something, but almost an hour and ten. Much like 37 is almost 40. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose we can come back in a minute then, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right, we can just keep going and make this an hour and a half long one. Because we can get the rest of it in 20 minutes. Can we? Possibly. Let's go. Let's see how long it is. Okay. But if I Fuck have it. to cut this in half... Uh, we'll just do one. Without a hello... Actually, I never do a hello when we come back on the two-part anyway. Sorry. Ah, we'll get cracking through. Do you know our, our uh, uh, Life of Pablo is up to like 1,600 downloads? Really? Is that... But then still, Bowie still... I know Bowie was quite high, but high. you know who's second? Because this is fucking yeah. mind-blowing. Uh, I forgot his name. The, the, the Trap Queen guy. Yeah. Oh dear. Sitting at like six, seven hundred. Oh Maybe I'm lying about that. Maybe it's more like four hundred. Because I think what happens is, you know how if you go on to, what's a good sort of, if you're researching how easy it is to steal something without any intention of actually stealing something. Yeah. And you go into the music section, you find all the top uh, albums that are being borrowed mm-hmm. from the internet are all in urban styles. Yeah. And I feel that people are not listening to our podcast as much as assuming that we have illegally put it up in its entirety online right, okay. and not even tried to read it. Oh. So these are people trying to listen to something for free. Instead, they listen to us. You thieves! Well, they probably don't listen this far, and that they go, "That's not what I wanted," and they delete it and try and download it. What they should probably do instead is look at the time that the thing at lasts. Yeah. They're fools. They are. They're fools. <sighs> Especially if they voluntarily want to, and not for a show, listen to Fetty Wap. Well, he's been very popular. We all know that, but they at least don't want to pay for it. That's uh, true. <laughs> Much like I stole, um, I illegally downloaded Life of Pi. Hated it, but just didn't want to pay for it. So yeah, but you, you did uh, your illegal downloading in at least a way that feels less illegal in that you tore it off YouTube. I stole. It's, it's still frowned upon. Yeah. But what I'm suggesting is, if it, it's that easy to take from YouTube, then I don't feel like, you know what I mean? Mm. It, to actually go onto a Pirate Bay kick-ass torrent blah blah site. So I don't even know where to start for that. Oh no, it's uh, um, I, 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 I complete lost myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where are we? Um, Sweet Dreams, Tennessee. Oh, yep, yeah, better skip forward. Sweet Dreams, Tennessee. Oh, I'll do. 
No, he did just say, I've got nothing to lick without your baby. No, it was Lou. Well, I'm pretty sure that was Lick. No, go back. <laughs> I just thought I always feel sick without your baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. And this is my slight problem with the misogyny that See, starts to come in. This is also the point where I that it takes a, a definite decline in the album anyway, and that I never really feel this thing gets going, mm -hmm. and then this track seven kills it stone dead. No, not so. Just, I think it's because it's again they've slowed it down with this one, and it's mm -hmm. just isn't this one like four minutes? Or so it's slightly longer than everything else has been, mm -hmm. only slightly, but it just uh, it brings it to a fucking grinding halt. I love the instrumentation again. I like what happens. I like the change in bass. Hate the lyrics, mm. but yeah, it's more Morricone this time, mixed with Phil Spector kind of wall of sound kind of bullshit. And uh, whoever did the mix built it so high that if you listen to that, the first time I listened to it, I thought my headphones had broken because the vocal is so distorted mm. that it, it definitely feels wrong. And maybe it was, maybe it downloaded wrong. But it, yeah, it doesn't feel quite right. Um, but yeah, it builds and it doesn't break, which, you know, is something that I know would drive you crazy and say, like, a, if I made you listen to The Field. Or when you listen to Swans and you used to pace back and forth. Yeah. That's sort of how this feels to me. And it sort of feels like it's going to get somewhere. It's going to mm -hmm. get somewhere. And it just doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. But, um, I suppose. yeah, it, it has those Dwayne Eddy guitars that kick in. Uh, and I think that's great. And then uh, Owen Pallet comes back in with more great orchestration. Mm -hmm. So if you could get a... Uh, instrumental version of this album I'd actually be quite happy mm. well yeah I'd probably rather listen to that because <laughs> is it music we can it's the best you ever get with me it's, a, it's fine yeah, it is. it's fine <sighs> you need to work on your words though because remember when you like something you say it's fine and you said you don't like this and you still call it fine that's the way I see it you, you can't be like a forget about it I don't can't do that. Oh. Hey, look, I'm halfway through my second notebook. Yeah. Um, wait, what were we doing? Um, Used to be my girl. Oh, come on, work. Here we go. If. You had a montage of some spies following another car around like some weavy cliffs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, I've right things to see. Yeah, again, <laughs> Palette's doing all the heavy lifting. And that's a note for the entire album. This track seems to be pretty subdued, even compared to the last one. It doesn't really go anywhere. There you go. She does the woods! She does. 
Oh, oh, that's the same track. No. What? I don't know. Okay. Get bored a little bit in this one. I'm still not much here. Right. Oh, it didn't help. Oh, I did that anyway. Because uh, <laughs> I only know it was that I haven't heard of Kagools in years. Yeah, but he, he he's good like that. It's uh, mm. you know, like when, you know, back in the day, referencing Frank Spencer in the Arctic Monkeys. You know. Uh, two. Yeah, so it's got a nice fuzzy guitar in the break, and yet again, uh, Pallet seems to be doing all the work once the strings come in. So you know, track <sighs> yeah. ten. Can I say my notes in advance on this one? Yes. It's uh, it's one of my classic equation notes. So it's always important. I, I find important to say beforehand. Mm -hmm. Ew, what's that? Got a lump in my mouth. If it turns out I have mouth cancer, just you know. Nice mole's been acting weird lately. Yeah, it's all yeah, bleeding and shit. Well, it's time to go to the doctor, like I keep telling you. No, got different reasons to go to the doctor, but I'm not going for that either. Anyway, um, well, this is a recurring thing. Yeah, you need to go to the doctor. So they can tell you what's wrong and you can chill out about yeah, it. Fine. I just don't worry about it. It's cool. Oh yeah, you do. Yeah. That's why you've, you're depressed. Well, my mum was freaking out this week. But <laughs> it's fine. Fine! <laughs> <laughs> well, I just did a couple of weird incidents. Yeah. Remember the wedding? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a couple of little things like that. It's all good. No, it's not. Uh, anyway, pattern. Uh, your equation. Oh yeah, uh, Driftwood by Travis with added strings and then merely the words Dear God and 15 <laughs> exclamation marks. Okay. I don't think it's Driftwood by Travis but I see what I'm talking about. episode because I think we are doing Travis are we? Is that on the list? Is it? I think so. Did you put it on the list? Yeah I believe so. Oh Jesus. Yeah. You sure? I, I don't know when their album comes out but I'm sure I or maybe I, it was one of the ones that I rejected after listening to one track. Uh, I don't know I, I, I don't remember I Travis at all but I now need to check because dear sweet Christ. I saw posters for their upcoming tour. I'm not going to that. But. I once so when I lived on Marshall Street I once saw them at New Year because obviously the uh, you know, the stage is on Castle Gate. Yeah. So they sung 500 feet outside my front door. 
And uh, yeah, that was upsetting in itself, and I didn't have to pay for that or anything. Could be so, might not be but they've definitely got a new one coming out that I contemplated adding to the list. Hmm. Okay. Did I? I don't know. I can't even find the list. This is upsetting. Mm. Oh dear. It's all Ooh. gone. It's all gone tickety by. Well, I. Oh. Um, Though, luckily, if I remember, if I do remember rightly, I did send you a a list. Yeah, I again, I screen captured something. There we go. I'm pushing it. Oh, I found it. There we go. Mm. Uh, oh no, no, Travis is not a bonnet. <laughs> You're wrong. Travis is a bonnet. Where? Between loose meat and get disowned. Travis, everything at once. Oh, well, you see, what you've done here is, mm -hmm. I'm looking up here, and it's only a couple, but, because um, some of them you've put the band on the left-hand side, <laughs> and there's one later on that I sort of bold letters, Wolfmother, you've got it on the right-hand side, and I'm just looking, and Mystery Jets is on the right-hand side. They're all just, uh, yeah, but what you can do is just figure that out and get on with it. I just a quick glance just now. It was not clear. I don't. I don't care. Is that? And I am saying that is not my fault. Fine. Then when it comes to the, I'm playing the blame game, and I'm winning. When it comes to the fiftieth episode, when I pick something so ungodly, you'll want uh, to die. It's not my fault. Too late. <laughs> it is too late because I've already picked it. Uh, okay. Then mm. What was it? Um, yeah. And it'll make the one we do after this look like a fucking birthday present. <laughs> Crack 11. <laughs> Weirdest windnail I've ever ever. Crack 11, the dream synopsis. Um. It's gone stale! Sounds like the opening there. Sounds like something that John Lennon would have done if he was shit. What do you mean, like Imagine? Shit. That album is amazing. And I don't own it because the first track is Imagine. And it ruins the whole fucking thing. It's all better than that. No, it's not. Imagine is one of the worst songs I've ever heard because it is a man. So up himself, it fucking upsets me on every level I can even possibly imagine. You know, because it's about a, a super rich dude who's living in a very expensive New York apartment, wearing double denim, no shoes, or socks. Occasionally getting his penis out on album no. covers. Yeah, hideous harpy of a life. Yoko was fine. It's not her fault. No, just, uh, just, uh, no but I mean, just to, I mean to look at. I'm not talking personally because I mean, yeah, because I don't have a bit looker. Wow. Yeah. And I'm, no, I'm, and being I'm talking totally about, superficial about it. And I'm talking about the misogyny on this album. Yeah. She's done fine. Well, she was also a talented jazz musician. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that with her. 
I'm saying what you say to her. I'm just saying, look at her. She's a fucking mess, the pig. Yeah. Fat fucking pig. Yeah. Kill her! Kill her! Kill the pig! I, no. You're, you're I, would, I would never say that. You know what? You're worse than Mark David Chapman cross with Hitler. Yeah. I mean, the Hitler bit I can take, but <laughs> God, Jesus. <laughs> uh, you know the weird thing? Mark David Chapman, his middle name's the same as both of our middle names. <laughs> I always forget your middle name, Hitler. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, the ball identity. But it's a bonus track, technically. Is it? Yeah. It was the B side of the first single, 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 signal, single, bad habits. I didn't realise that. Um, but it's yeah. It's Technically a bonus track, um, so I merely wrote fuck bonus tracks. I did listen, because mm-hmm. well, might as well, but uh, yeah. Anyway, I suppose I should actually play some of it then. No, don't worry. No, about I, it. I, I won't. No, no I, I don't want. I don't want you to. Don't you fucking dare! Fight here one night. I push play. I push play. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play 20 seconds of it. <laughs> 10, Ten left. Or she couldn't even make it that far as 15, I'll do. Wouldn't it be nice though if it was the thing to the Richard Chamberlain born identity? <laughs> oh, it's so fucking boring. It's almost a uh, Thomas Crown affair, Windmills of the Mind. Well, it's not, because mm. it's not a patch on it. But, you know, compared to how the Bourne identity with Chamberlain isn't a patch on the Thomas Crown affair it's equally it's equally connected by this song you know what I mean yeah. the ratio is perfect so you know I, I think that would, uh, yeah but don't you dare use it in a uh, 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 one of the new Bourne films because Jesus Christ I like them I know you don't I have not paid enough attention to them um, I thought you said you saw the first one but you hated it I did because I find it as boring as the Chamberlain one. Which is insane, right? Because the first born identity is not even 90 minutes long. Yeah. And if you think about the action scenes in it alone, it's got to be like three quarters of it. Oh, well. Didn't enjoy it. It was ages ago. I've seen it once. Yeah. At some point now, I've got to go see the new one. The Legacy or something? No. No, it's just Born. called Jason Bourne. Oh, it's just Jason Bourne. Okay. can't remember what it was. Well, no, Legacy was... The Bourne Legacy was the one with Jeremy Renner, where, yeah. where Matt Damon's not in it. It was uh, oh. Oscar Isaacs, Poe Dameron, mm-hmm. uh, Hawkeye, and oh. uh, the wife out of the mummy. <laughs> Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss? Oh, okay. <laughs> A.K.A. Mrs. Daniel Craig. Oh, she? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Well, she used to be Mrs. Uh, Darren Aronofsky, but she left him for Daniel Craig. Or maybe there was a, a, they split up first. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, don't piss on that. I mean, you know. Don't upset them. What if they're listening? I like Darren Aronofsky and I like Rachel Weisz and I don't mind Daniel Craig when he's a stormtrooper. (laughs) Outside of that, you know. Oh, I also liked him in uh, the Dragon Tattoo remake. Mm-hmm. We should probably try and get on with the next one, but they already said they're not going to make it. Because oh. it's not going to make money. You know why it's not going to make money? Because you're not going to make it. True. 
definitely on Blu-ray and streaming. All I'm saying is it would make its money back. It would. Mm. Not tonight. You know what I think about Sony? They don't make enough money because they are whores. (laughs) (laughs) On the plus side, they've seen the light and they've teamed up with Disney. Marvel Disney. Oh yeah, for Spider-Man. That's good. Good to see common sense prevail. Well, you know, it's just they made that mistake. They made that mistake that right now DC are making. They haven't quite realised they made that mistake. Mm. Which is why one by one they were going on about how um, fun, flimsy Marvel films are and they're going to be dark and gritty and they're going to have, you know, writer-directors who are going to run the show and they're going to be able to do what they want. Mm. And then instantly the guy doing The Flash has walked and now it looks like James Wan who was doing Aquaman's about to walk. And so I assume it's all going to crumble like a, 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 a house of... Like what, what would a good metaphor be? Like a house of pastry. <laughs> Crumbly. <laughs> Almost in like a, cardboard. Like a, in a like something dry greenhouse. Yeah, like a like really thin, like slightly thicker than paper, but thinner paper than <laughs> thinner, thinner, thinner than like the pie crust on like a steak pie, but thicker than a single piece of paper. Maybe like. The thickness of like four pieces of paper. If something existed that was about that thick and could be put together in like triangles to form sort of like a uh, a treacherous kind of fragile house of thick paper stuff, that is what DC is in the middle of. It's going to come down like one of them. Oh dear. Yeah. And then all they're going to be yeah. left with is Suicide Squad and Batman films. And to be quite honest, I'd be quite happy with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Mm. Nobody needs an Aquaman film. Well, the weird thing is, right? Nobody. Um, since 1989, all we've really had is Batman films. Mm-hmm. And no one complained. No. <laughs> and I get it, right? Somewhere, Warner Brothers shareholders mm-hmm. are skull-fucking someone in charge going, look at all this money you're not making that you could be making. But they didn't realise that even though Warner Brothers every year release a couple of really solid films, mm-hmm. there seems to be a lack of talent in pulling off this whole superhero <laughs> malarkey. Because Green Lantern was bollocks. Also, they've got um, Green Lantern Core planned or something. For well, you know what? Years. They've already said yeah. there's 20 fucking films planned, right? They're all going to get cancelled. Yeah. They're all going to get cancelled. Well, they're not the Wonder Woman film is coming mm-hmm. because of the contract they signed with Zack Snyder there's two Justice League movies coming yeah. and he's already filming them and he's not changing the tone and it doesn't matter you know what I mean yeah. it's coming and if you think about how much money Batman vs Superman has lost and people are like well it hasn't lost money it only cost yeah. something ridiculous for like 400 million but it made 900 Mm-hmm. But they already bragged that the the advertising was more expensive than any other ever. Yeah. And usually, on a film like that, it's equal to the budget almost of the film. Mm-hmm. So I reckon it's not even going to break even until it gets on the Blu-ray. You know what I mean? That's insane! They spent a billion dollars to kickstart a franchise. And they and spent they it on it. a piece of shit. 
and no one realised it. Oh, I'm the worst type of person, by the way, because I haven't even seen the film. But uh, oh, I have, and it is garbage. <laughs> yeah. the, only, so the only good things that come out of it, as we said in that other episode, mm-hmm. are Jeremy, Jeremy Aaron's weird drunk kind of acting Alfred. Mm-hmm. It's fucking great. And Affleck was a good Batman Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne. He really was. Oh, yeah. Everything else could not give a fuck about. More Batman, less of everything else. Yes. And that'll save you money. Oh. Anyway, um no final thoughts? Final thoughts. Just to me I just never felt this got going and then that track seven killed it for me and could not recover. And as I said the first half it plays like a great a sort of eclectic but pretty cohesive compilation right it's all it's, you know it's because it's not a compilation it? but then as it starts to find its feet and find almost like a theme kind of bores it becomes kind of boring <laughs> when it sort of settles on a tone mm. um, and so then you start concentrating on the lyrics and then you realise that they are kind of misogynistic nightmarish Ugh. which is not no. what anyone wants recommendations yeah. well mainly because of was it track 3 Dracula Teeth mm-hmm. it made me think of horror pop and stuff and I re-downloaded um, Zombina uh, Taste the Blood of Zombina and the Skeletons mm-hmm. so I was listening to that to get me through a horrible night shift last night um, and yeah it's good for what it is I so saw them live with you I've seen several and times and Ryan with Ryan in Drummond's yeah Drummond's we saw them in Lemon Tree and I think we've seen them in the Moorins as well they were absolutely fine as you oh, would say yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well they were they were fine <laughs> I think I told them that to their faces once and they took it mm. um I have three recommendations because I don't do things by halves. Uh, Dennis Wilson's Pacific Ocean Blue, which I'm pretty sure I have recommended before, but musically it's very similar mm. to this kind of business. The lyrics are much better, and it's a feel-good uh, hit of the summer. It's much like uh, Daft Punk's Get Lucky. Start oh, stuff. Okay. <laughs> uh, Friends of Mine by Adam Green, an album that is that would merely be good if it wasn't for um, what's his name Beck you know Beck Hansen aka Beck yes his dad <laughs> I was certainly going there's another person called Beck okay yeah his dad is a string arranger like you know on records yeah. I'm pretty sure he did like uh, Pink Moon by Nick Drake oh, I don't want I don't think I'm a liar with that so if I am, by all means, send us our first email, you lazy cunts. <laughs> um, but anyway, he added strings onto friends of mine. Um, and it's, oh, it goes off the charts, amazing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was thinking about this record, is that it's a pretty record with some great strings on it. And so that's where that went. Yeah. And then, while I was still there, what about Beck's Sea Change? Another uh, great record, made even better by Beck getting his dad to do the strings on it. And it is really good. 
And if anyone for a present uh, out there finds me one of those two hundred pound copies of Sea Change on vinyl, I will happily have it from you because I used to own it and I sold it to pay a gas bill, and I still regret that to this day. <laughs> um. Yeah. Next week is the Mystery Jets. Yes. Another one of your picks. Two in is a it, row. And one that I can I was supposed to have listened to so we could record today. And I just did not find the time. It's fine. So I've got, I a, can't lot, lie. I've got a lot to do before Wednesday, which means I've got to listen to it three times by then. Yes. I have listened to it twice, but I've only written notes on the first track. Because mm-hmm. after I got your text, I was gonna listen to it this morning. Instead I listened to uh Kamasi Washington's The Epic. Oh yeah, I saw that on tour. Yeah. Good for you. It's fucking great, man. When you don't have to concentrate on it or try and tear it apart or anything else, it's such a good Sunday morning record. And I must have pissed a lot of people off because it wasn't until um, you know you've seen the setup in my house, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, these people haven't. No. But I walked from my living room and went to my bathroom, and I could still hear it clearly. That's some pretty loud noise I'm playing around that building. Oh, the screeching saxophone. There really wasn't much of that. It was uh, uh, disc two, side one. So you know, like it's like um, it's the one that actually starts out with the song. You know, she's singing oh, at the beginning, yeah. and then it's kind of uh, lots of jazz piano to kick that side off. Yeah, it worked kind of well for a Sunday morning. It's actually half twelve, but you know, what's yeah. half an hour between friends. So yeah, next okay. week is Mystery Jets. Yes. What was next? The, what was the name of Mystery Jets? The, the curve of the Earth. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I just I tweeted that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. True story. <laughs> Peace out, bitches.